Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang of Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. If it's time to talk about your retirement, you can set up a free 20-minute introductory call, get your questions out on the table, see if we're good fit to help you with your retirement planning. You can find us at 617-440-9365 or at 365retirement.com. Click on the button that says, Talk to an Advisor. They say the only thing constant in life is change. So we are dedicating this show to all the changes that have happened and are proposed to happen in retirement planning. And in this segment, we talk about the changes to 401ks and Social Security. Well, there's a lot of us that go into 401ks, and that's what is going to house most of the money that is going to power our retirement. So we got to keep a close eye on the changes with 401ks. And next year, there is a big change here. Big so, change. Yeah. yeah. So currently, if you're over 50 years old, and that's most of the people that listen to us, you can put $22,500 in a 401k, and then you get to do what's called a catch-up being over the age of 50, and you could put an additional $7,500 in there for a total of $30,000 a year. So that's a really good number. But... Starting it's always next that year. but, right? <laughs> <laughs> Starting next year, if you make over $145,000, that catch-up provision, you can still do it, but you can't put it in your 401k. It's going to have to go into a Roth 401k. So, Sam, it doesn't seem like a big change, and there might be a positive here, but I've always got to ask the question, where's the gotcha? Yeah, there's a lot of gotchas, but also it's a huge moving target. So it's a moving target not only for the participants, you and me, putting money into these 401k plans, but it's also a moving target for what they call TPAs, third-party administrators, mm -hmm. which is the, the company that sort of manages the 401k. And then this changes for the employer, the folks that have all the liability and making sure they're, they're up to date with all the new changes in the codes. So let's talk through this a little bit. And to your point where you said right now, every year it gets a, a adjusted for inflation. But currently, as we speak, the maximum that you can put into a 401k is 22500 However, if you're over 50, you can add another 7500 for a total of $30,000. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of us, we're putting $30,000 away. We're saying, hey, you know what? That retirement date is eight years from now, so I better, quote unquote, catch up. Mm -hmm. Makes perfect sense. And all of that is tax deferred. Probably, if not every show, every other show, you and I talk about, well, you know, a Roth is a really good thing because mm -hmm. ultimately you can take money out tax free. The catch is if you do a Roth now, you have to pay the taxes now. Mm -hmm. So my sense tells me the sort of the got you behind the scenes is. The government is saying, hey, look, there's so many people taking advantage of this catch-up, 7,500 times millions of people, mm -hmm. adds up to a lot of revenue, tax revenue that we're missing now. Okay. So if we make this change, hey, guess what? We're going to have them. We're going to make them pay. We'll still let them add the money for their retirement, but we want the taxes now. So I, I guess, Randy, that's the motivation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. behind that. The downside is that, you know, I've talked to many clients, this is not like on, on national news at six o'clock at nighttime. So nobody really even knows about it. Yeah. Which means next year that could have some consequences. You could say, Hey, you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually fine with that. Randy, I don't mind putting $7,500 into a Roth 401k. Ultimately that probably will benefit me. The problem is a lot of companies that have these 401k plans don't have Roth 
options. Yeah. yeah. They don't have a Roth 401k that you can put money into. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case and they don't change the plan, you're kind of stuck. You don't yeah. have that catch-up provision. It's, it's checkmate. The other thing I've sort of heard is that the government is mandating, you know, the fidelities of this world and all the people that deal with 401ks, which is, you know, you're talking trillions of dollars. They're demanding them to be ready for this mm-hmm. by 2024 if the company's plan doesn't have that provision and option, they're making them put that in. It sounds easy, but you know, you're dealing with these huge platforms. I mean, to make small changes takes time. Yeah. So who knows if these companies are gonna be ready for it, if they're gonna actually be able to change their plan on time, follow all the paperwork that you need to, have the platform ready for their participants to put the catch up seventy five hundred dollars into a Roth. Who knows if that's gonna happen? So I mean, there, there is good and bad, as we talked in previous many times. The good news is if you do have a sizable Roth going into retirement, during retirement, when you pull that money out, guess what? You've disinherited Uncle Sam. It's a great yeah. thing. Yeah. So all that money is really yours versus a traditional IRA. You know, some of that money is yours because you do have a silent partner, Uncle Sam, because you have to pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm. So you've talked about the three different kinds of money tax-wise going into retirement, and it's probably good to have some in each bucket, you know, the tax-deferred bucket, uh, the tax-free bucket, and and the taxable bucket. So we want to make sure that we go into retirement with a little bit of all of it, and this is a way that it kind of is done automatically, isn't it? We did a show a couple of weeks ago when The Rock said someday. Or, or, or day one. Or day one, Yeah, right? How yep. many people have said, probably listened to the show, mm-hmm. yeah, Roth conversion's great. You know, starting a Roth IRA, great. Roth 401k, fantastic. But they still haven't done it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So this might be a good way to sort of force you into doing it. I guess the question is, is your employer prepared for you to put that catch-up provision into a Roth 401k if they don't have one? So, you know, there's a lot of what-ifs that you need to take care of. But at the end of the day, to your point, if we have not only diversification where your money is and how it's invested – but tax diversification, you know, I want to take some benefit now, not pay taxes. I want some of my money in the future. I, I don't want to pay taxes, but I'll pay that now. And then some accounts that are more liquid accounts that you pay taxes each and every year. So, you know, for many of us that are listening, we don't have that Roth bucket, that tax-free down the road bucket. So this is a good way of forcing you to do that. And this is one of the things that you talk about as you uh, sit down with somebody and and build that 365 retirement plan. You look at it and you say, okay, where's our income coming from? And let's think about where the income is coming from from a tax standpoint. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people think about that when they go into retirement. You know, I think the problem is we've all been taught, Randy, to just really sort of judge how you're doing by simply the rate of return. Mm-hmm. You know, last year I earned 5%, this year I earned 7%, so I'm doing better. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you obviously need to keep an eye on that. But at the same time, as we always say, a penny saved is like a penny earned. Mm-hmm. So if we can have things that are not taxed in the future, and we don't know where tax brackets are going to be going, you know, we've always thought, because our parents told us, someday you'll be in a low tax bracket when you stop working because you don't have the income anymore. Well, for many folks that are retiring today, that might be true. But for some of us that are maybe in the early 50s that you might need to work another 15 years, who, who knows where tax brackets are going to be 15 years from now? Yep. It could be higher than they are today. So then you've kind of stubbed your toe mm-hmm. and you've deferred paying lower to pay higher later. So having tax diversification is a great way 
to make certain that you'll be comfortable in retirement. Most of us are just focused on one thing is put that money in that account and build that number and build that number up as big as we possibly can. But then when it comes time to take that money out, there's not a lot of uh, direction that we get unless we have help from people like Sam and the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. How do you do that efficiently in your retirement and make your money last and reduce that tax bill? That is a part of our 365 retirement plan. That is a part of the conversation that we can have with you. If you want to take a look at our website, you can check it out at 365retirement.com. There's a button there that says talk to an advisor, and you can actually schedule that 15-minute consultation that we have with everybody who calls in to find out if we're a good fit. Right. That's a great way to start. And that call, really, and we do probably five or six of them every single week. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity for people to, one, get their questions answered. But more importantly, if you're calling, because you probably have something that's bothering you, Mm -hmm. right? You want a second opinion or, hey, can I do better or whatever the case may be. But to your point, you know, most people just talk about rates of returns. They don't talk about all the things that affect you as you go into retirement, what you need to, all the boxes that essentially you need to check off. So that 15-minute call is an opportunity for us to see if your questions matches up and your concerns matches up with our expertise. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to sort of start that conversation. And, and you said earlier, you know, you know, what are people missing? I think if you work with a big box firm or some of these, you know, national companies, again, they're all just focused on returns. Whether you're 42 or 62 or 82, we deal with people that are interested in retirement planning. That's all we do. So our focus is not only on returns and, and, and a better return, but on tax diversification, on making sure you have protection rotation, on making sure you take advantage of the higher interest rates today, maybe move some monies from old accounts to new accounts, legacy planning, long-term care planning. All of those things are really important as you go into retirement. So the theme of the, of the show today is change, and we've talked about one of the changes coming up next year for 401ks. Now we hear a lot of stories about changes to Social Security. Uh, you know, the Social Security is going to run out of money and they're going to change the ages and all these different things. Well, here's another one. And they're currently working on this. And this is actually starting to move its way through Congress. The Motley Fool says Congress is considering moving the benefit age up for your full retirement age for Social Security from 67 to 68 or even 69. And that means they're going to move the start date up from 62 to 63 or even 64. So this is pushing off the time when we can take Social Security. And Sam, let me ask you this. When people sit down with you, do many of them take Social Security right away at 62 or do they wait? Do they go to their full retirement age? Do they wait till 70? What do you see? Randy, listen, you know, before I answer that question, all these changes are not good changes. Right, right. <laughs> You're like depressing our audience, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, changes are always going to be there. If you think Social Security has never changed, no, they've changed plenty. Back in the day, I remember Social Security full retirement age was 65. Right. Right. Today it's now 66 and 10 months, or even 67, depending on sort of what year you you were born. But those changes aren't going to stop. They're always going to change. And if you say, well, you know, well, what are they doing? They're trying to they're trying to you know grab us from the back and, and and shortchange us. We've put into the system. No, we've been reading for the last 10 years that Social Security is running out of money. And in any given day, they don't have enough money coming in to pay for all the money that's going out. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, the writing's been on the wall for a while. Change is going to happen. 
your original question is, do we have any clients that are taking Social Security just as they're allowed to at age 62? We have some, not a ton. Mm-hmm. I say the majority of people wait till at least full retirement age. If not some, wait till age 70. Mm-hmm. But we do have some instances where people come in. Listen, if you need the money, you need the money. Right. Okay? If you need the money and, and you're going to retire for whatever reason, maybe it's not something that you want to, but it's forced retirement, and you say, you know what, I need every penny. So you start at age 62. From time to time, we have situations where people's health is just, you know, not that great, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or they've been diagnosed with an illness. We had a recent situation, we had a review with some clients, you know, how are you doing? And I'm always afraid to say, how are you doing? Because once in a while, people say, well, you know, things aren't great. You know, let me tell you why. And the wife was diagnosed with stage two cancer, Mm -hmm. and her her family's history, longevity history, wasn't great. So she said, I just turned 62, you know, three months ago. I didn't even bother asking you, but I signed up for Social Security because mm-hmm. I don't know how long I'm going to be here for. Okay. So that has some that has some bearing on, on the decision. But the rule of thumb is the longer you wait, the larger the paycheck's going to be for the rest of your life. So the question comes down to, do you want to sign up for a smaller check for the rest of your life, or do you want to sign up for a larger check for the rest of your life? And it really depends on, you know, what other assets you have, when you can use them. Are they all tax deferred? Are they taxable? A lot of those things. But I don't think if you're sitting back and say, well, you know, Social Security is etched in stone. This is exactly the way it's going to be. It is definitely 100% a moving target. They need to find money from somewhere. So either they're going to reduce the benefit that they're going to pay us, or they're going to make us wait longer, as they're discussing right now, to actually get the benefit if they're going to pay us the full benefit, or some combination of both. You know, who knows? So not great changes there. Well, I think that I read an article this week that said if they move the age up to 68, it will only solve about 14% of the problem that they have with Social Security. Mm. So I think that we can s- probably see that it's not just going to be one thing that they do. It's going to be multiple changes. Yeah, they're going to talk about means testing, and they're going to talk yep. about all these other things, moving the tax tables up. And and maybe instead of, you know, if you're a high earner, maybe you see in your check that you don't pay Social Security or maybe after they, they might or, cap. Yeah, they yeah. might cap off, you know, the benefit, or they might might raise the FICA right. uh, number right now. Maybe, you know, I don't even know what the number is. It's like almost 300000 I think, mm-hmm. I believe it is. They might raise that higher. So if right now you're not paying into the Social Security system, if you make X amount of dollars and over that, well, that, that might change. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things can change. They could change the provisional income calculation and say instead of taxing up to 85% of your benefit, we'll tax 100% of your benefit. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that they can do. And for us that are listening, sort of my sort of takeaway in the words of wisdom here would be expect a change with your Social Security benefit. Yeah, we got to keep up with it for sure, because some of this is going to come little bits at a time. And then if you look at over a scale of five to 10 years, you go, boy, there's been a lot of changes in this. And we're going into retirement, or maybe you're in retirement already, and we need to know this information. And that is, Sam, I think one of the key parts when you develop a relationship with a financial professional, if you are are, are with Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, you guys are going to be checking in on a regular basis and having a meeting as needed when these things approach we have regular review meetings with our clients you know some more often because they have more complicated situations some maybe just once a year because their situation is pretty straightforward but it's not like one of those gotcha surprises we discuss these things you know if we're having a conversation about with somebody that came into us 
to do the planning, and they said, you know what, we're 62 now. We've always thought we would be able to, you know, retire at 67 when we can pull uh, full Social Security. Well, if this changes, we need to rerun that plan and see what happens if you have to wait till 68 to get your Social Security and you retire at 67. Will that work? So a lot of these changes, you need to make sure you update your plan. I was on Channel 5 the other day talking about student loans, and the anchor asked me at the end, she said, you know, we have a few minutes left. What can you give, you know, what type of advice can you give to folks that are listening aside from how to pay off your student loans? And I said, you know, most people that we see, they've done a good job saving money. Mm-hmm. They have that, you know, financial junk drawer and they have a bunch of accounts. They have an old 401k. They got old IRAs. They have another account here. They have a portfolio there. But what they miss and what they lack is a written financial or retirement plan that's kind of like a roadmap to say, hey, look, you're here now. You want to get to, you know, X, Y, Z. Well, how are you going to get there? And I think that's the important takeaway to make sure that you're doing all those things aside from just making a good rate of return on your money. If you don't have that in your life, that is why we have this show. And that is what we offer each week is really a 15, 20 minute consultation introductory call where you give us a call and get those questions out on the table. And maybe we find that, hey, there are some real things that we could help you with if we sit down at the table, put the papers out there and say, okay, here are the gaps that I see right here. Let's show you how we can help you fill those gaps. And that could be the great start of a great conversation. 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365 is our number. Or you can use our website, real easy, 365retirement.com. There's a button up at the top there that says talk to an advisor. You can even schedule your meeting right there. Thanks for listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. In our next segment, we'll talk about the changes in interest rates and changes of where people are investing their money. We hope you'll join us. Ryan Marston and John Conley are investment advisor representatives of Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sam Lang is licensed in your state, please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Rubino and Lang Insurance Agency, LLC. Massachusetts Insurance License Number 1783398.